Hi, friend. It's Jessica Sun. Welcome back to Guru Please, the show about pushing the limits of life and stepping up to live with more meaning, more purpose, and more passion. So the other day, I was on a call with Brian Bergford of Bergford Performance Systems. He was a guest earlier last year on the show, and we were talking about spirituality and how that intersects with performance. He brought up this interesting idea about how the physical world is like a video game. It's like a game we play. And that when we forget that it's a game, we'll get really caught up in it and it'll take us away from our spiritual side. And I was really intrigued when he brought this idea up, this idea of life kind of as a game or a video game, if you will. And I wanted to expand on this idea further because I think that it's really important that we recognize what we're doing here in our lives and recognize the systems that we're a part of and that we partake in, and then also recognize that we are separate from those systems. Let's get started at the beginning. So I think that when we're born, we're born into a kind of set of principles and circumstances that have always been running, whether or not we were there, and then we're launched into that. And that could be family systems, it can be governmental systems, national systems, just ways that other people are that we must then learn about and then understand how we are a part of it. And it's just like when you start playing a game, you're kind of getting to learn the rules of the game, you're getting to learn the objectives of the game, and how other people are playing in it as well. Just like in a video game, you can get caught up with these systems of life and think that they're your reality if you spend enough time in it. A lot of people play video games so much so to the point that they confuse the game for real life. And the same holds true with regards to the kind of games that we have in this physical world. Let's just say you know, going to school, getting a job, making a lot of money, these kinds of things that are impressed upon us that we didn't necessarily have when we were born into this world, but were kind of passed down to us as guidelines or rules for this big game or series of games that we're playing. All this begs the question, well, if all these things and systems I'm a part of are more or less a game, then what is real life? What is reality? What does it mean or look like to step outside of the game? This is a great question, and I can't say I have all the answers, but there is a part of us that is eternal and that is boundless and can't be confined by a system, and it can't be held down or pinned to a certain identity or told what to do or constrained like that. This part of us that is always wild and always free and timeless. There's a part of us that is a mystery unfolding to ourselves. There's a part of us that is totally unknown to anyone except our deepest selves. There's a part of us that goes beyond our mind and our body and that is connected to everything else in this world, living and non-living. 
that part of us is whole. It is complete. It doesn't need anything more. It's not looking for anything. It's not seeking or searching or longing. It's perfect and it's content exactly how it is. Now, a lot of people call this our soul or our spirit and, you know, feel free to call it whatever works for you, whatever resonates with you. But at the end of the day, let's just call it spirit. When we live into the spirit side of ourselves, that part of us, and we keep doing that over time, we'll find that we exit the games and the systems and the dreams and the illusions of the physical world. I don't know if you remember how it was when you were a child, being in that eternal present, being able to look at a flower with the utmost admiration and curiosity, being able to play out in the sun regardless of who's around you, what's going on, loving being yourself and making friends really quickly and easily and feeling strong and feeling good and right and this sense of timelessness. I think that when we live into the spirit side of ourselves, we start to experience time differently. It starts to feel like every moment is its own moment and you get to be so present that whatever is in front of you right now, it just feels like a whole and full and complete moment. And nothing's lacking in each moment. Brian actually spoke about this. He said that the mind and body always want more, but the spirit is whole in its nature. To me, that means that the mind and body, they're always wanting to play that game and go for the next thing and the next thing and keep moving and searching and traveling and seeking. The spirit doesn't need anything. It doesn't want anything. And it recognizes that all of that is a game. And in as far as the game is fun and engaging and fulfilling on some level, then yeah, it's a great thing to partake in it. But when we identify with the spirit, it's very easy to recognize when the games that we play take a turn for the worse and maybe it has negative effect on your health or relationships or the amount of sleep you get or what you eat, what you consume. It's the spirit that can recognize on a meta level what the body and the mind are in and the systems that they are involved in. Because we are not the thinker. We are the thing that observes the thinker in us. There is a point in time when the game becomes exhausting, becomes too much. There are also times when the game is very entertaining, very lively, very dynamic. But at the end of the day, to recognize that it is all a game, that's the most important part of this. Have you ever played a game with a friend who just really took the game too seriously, you know, and really got upset when they lost or felt enormous pressure to win the game and kind of beat themselves up over it. And then there's also the kind of person who really doesn't want to play the game and doesn't really want to be a part of it or is 
reluctant to partake in the game. It's not fun to play a game with either of these two kinds of people because what do you want in a game? We want a game to be entertaining, fun, something that stretches us mentally, maybe something with a bit of strategy involved and it's not just pure luck. A game where we can build certain skills within us. Just think of the best games in your opinion and your favorite games. They're not super simple, but not too complex. And generally speaking, it's really fun to play them with other people. It's something to do to kind of learn about how other people are and to be engaged in something that has a few twists and turns, a few surprises, but also where you can let your own self shine through. So if we see life in that way also and treat everything we do with that sense that this is a game and that, yes, I want to play well and that I want to do well in the game, but still, no matter how hard you try, sometimes you'll lose and sometimes luck's not in your favor. And it's okay because there's nothing to lose really at the end of the day. It's a game. And I want to pose a challenge to you for this week. And it's going to be more of a thought challenge. So the challenge is to take a couple of minutes, two minutes, and just reflect on what life would be like if everything in your life on the physical level were more of a game. Now, I'm not asking you to do anything in your life or to change anything. Just keep everything the same. But just wonder, just spend a couple of minutes imagining what if all these things were a game. Consider the possibility of what if doing well in a career, job, even being a good family member, what if these things were like Clue or Catan or Scrabble? What kind of person are you when you play a game with other people? Just take a few minutes and just ask yourself, maybe journal down, write it down, what you're thinking about that and kind of what arises in you when you consider these things. And really two minutes, no more than two minutes, and you can time yourself and just see what comes up. I truly think that there's a part of us beyond the mind and beyond the body that is intangible, that is the source for our creativity and our energy and our purpose. And being able to recognize that the physical world is one in which many games are being played and that ultimately life isn't for us to win every game. And you get to decide which games you want to play and what those games mean to you. I hope you found this episode helpful and thought-provoking. I think it's a great topic to bring up with good friends just to kind of philosophize and to discuss things on a meta level, you know, see what comes up in the other person and in ourselves. Also, I am going to make a change to the schedule of Guru Please. The Monday episodes are now going to be released Tuesday mornings. So it'll be me on Tuesdays and then interview with a guest on Fridays. And for this Friday, we will be hearing from 
a former sex worker and creator of the vegan cooking YouTube channel, Auntie Rachel's Chaotic Kitchen. This is a rare conversation with someone who speaks openly about her experiences and her reflections on her time in the sex industry and has some great insights on being a regular human being who's figuring things out, is open to change. So get ready for lots of ideas to ponder and chew on from that conversation. All right, that's it for today, and I'll catch you next time for another episode of Guru Please.